Welcome home. I'm so glad that you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. My name is Jamie and I am your host and this is episode 47, The Return of the Recipe Cards. Okay, my friends. So part of home ec, of course, is food and the culinary arts, nutrition, and so much that involves that part of or that genre of home ec. Because really, when I think of food, I think of not just the nutritional aspect and the skill aspect of it, but I also think of memories and traditions and relationships that come along with food. Um, And so when I was reading the current issue of the Pioneer Women magazine, the spring 2022 issue, she had an article in there called The Return of the Recipe Card, How Home Cooks Are Rediscovering the Magic of a Handwritten Recipe. Now, I am a very old-fashioned in a lot of things that I do still. And I have seen where we have made that evolution from recipe books and recipe cards to, oh, you just go and Google it if you need, um, you know, a recipe for whatever. And, you know, it's kind of like the wild, wild west of, of the internet for cooking because there's just so many recipes online and it is great and it is super convenient when you don't have a recipe. That being said, (laughs) I actually still go back to a lot of my books and actually recipe cards for certain things. And there is magic in a recipe card that was given to you by somebody. Usually it's in, you know, for women, it's always, you know, moms and grandmas and aunts that have passed down recipe cards and, um, you know, (coughs) excuse me, it's allergy season and the cottonwood is blowing. Um, but you know, there's like maybe a chocolate cake recipe or, um, oh gosh, Texas sheet cake, you know, different things like that, where you make it over and over within your family. It's always at different family functions. And it's something that um, not only is it, you know, a tried and true uh, tested recipe, but it is also familiar and memories are attached to that. And one of the things that makes it, I think, even better is the handwritten aspect of the recipe because that's that person's writing. And if they're no longer with you, then that person leaves that piece of them behind where you could always remember their handwriting and everything that involves that relationship with them. And it's always touched me. And I think one of the sweetest things that my ex-husband's grandfather mother did for me. She made this little tiny spiral notebook um, with her favorite recipes. And a lot of them came from Oklahoma and one is Texas sheet cake, but it's all in her beautiful penmanship. And she had gorgeous, gorgeous handwriting. And so, and that's where the Texas sheet cake comes from. But um, she was just a neat lady. She was the first person who taught me how to make um, 
fried zucchini and I loved it. And so those are things that you want to hold dear to you. And there's nothing that on the internet that can ever be those really um, heart type of uh, memories for you because internet recipes are just on the screen or maybe you print them and that's it. So, <coughs> excuse me, what I've done over the years, though I haven't, sadly, I have so many recipes in my brain, I've never written them down. And so a few of them, I actually, when my niece was going out on her own, gosh, back in the early 2000s, I tried to write down a lot of my recipes for her that she used to really like um, because she was becoming a young adult. And we bonded over actually making Abel skewers. And last Christmas, she sent me a message. And, and an Abel skewers is a tradition. It's a Danish pancake that I always we always made when I was growing up on the holidays in the mornings. And then I started doing it for my family and then teaching her because she was always curious when she was a little girl. And I bought her her first Abel Skeever pan one year um, and mix and whatnot. But she's a mommy now and her little girl is three. And she sent me a picture of her and her daughter at the stove. And she just said, thank you so much for making those memories for me because now I get to pass it down to Holland. And I sat there and I kind of cried for a little moment because I hope not only did it warm my heart because my niece at her age, I think she's 31 or 32 now, she remembered and it made an impact on her enough that she wanted to pass it down to her daughter. And I hope that as my daughters turn into young ladies, young adults, that I am able to make that impression on them as well. And so even though I haven't written down yet a lot of things that are in my my brain, I have taught them things. I could stand with, at, the, at the stove with them and make with them. Um, but I've always made it a goal because I have kind of a lot of recipe books. <laughs> Not going to lie. I have a lot of, I've thinned down, but I have a lot of recipe books and there's a lot of recipes that my girls really loved and they're, they will actually request them. One is actually cinnamon ice cream. And it is like, if it's a birthday, can you make cinnamon ice cream? And I'm like, give me notice because it's a two-day process because um, I have to start it the night before. But my girls, I always, what I've started doing is I would, I leave notes in my recipe books. I hand, I write in my books, whether I change something or I'll put a star or happy face that it's something that they really liked or I dog ear the pages. And I always would laugh to myself and I said, well, when I die, my girls will go through my recipe books and they will know what I did and what they loved. And so one of my goals though in the coming years is to write down recipe cards for them of the things that I know that they love that have been recipes in my mind so that that card will pass down in their families that they create in the future because I really want them to be able to treasure 
that time in the kitchen, whether we're together in the kitchen or where my love came from the kitchen and was brought to them, um, that that will be associated in a positive way that they will have those memories and be able to pass it down and cook those things for their families. Um, because there's so much more power in those memories, but when you write them down, you're passing on your legacy and they will always be able to see your handwriting long after you're gone. Um, I'm going to get a little emotional about all this. I just thought it was a great idea to talk about how recipe cards were coming back, but um, there's a lot that we have missed with the advent of technology. And though it's really awesome, our world has changed to where we're not with our people, um, where everything is just downloaded and or fast food, fast, quick prep, where you're not taking that time to savor the moments and um, show that love with whatever skill from the home that it is. And I hope that makes sense. And my strengths have always been behind a sewing machine or behind the the cutting board in the kitchen. And uh, it's something that I really hope that my girls will be able to bless their families with and all those things that they love for me to make i need to make sure they have it written because i think it is so important that we step back and slow down a little bit and remember so if your grandma or your mom or your aunt or even an uncle or a dad you know because there's a lot of great men who cook out there, if they make a recipe that you love and you cherish, you almost get excited to have if you're going to their house for Christmas dinner or something like that, um, bring a blank recipe card and ask them to write it down. Um, I know for me, I have to do it while I'm making something because uh, I there's just so many things I've never written down before. It's just all in my my overfilled brain. <laughs> but you will never regret asking because if you don't ask, you're never going to get what you want. But to have that because life is too short and memories last a lifetime and can be passed on and create a legacy within your family. Um, it is a huge blessing. And I truly hope that you feel inspired um, to, if you haven't started the tradition of recipe cards, um, or making notes in books, that this might be a little bit of an inspiration for you to be able to um, start that within your own family and be able to create something that binds people together no matter how far apart you are. Um, because I know a simple article about how cute recipe boxes are and how they're coming back really struck a chord with me and I really hope it strikes a chord with you and we could fix a lot of problems in our families and in our communities if we just get around the table again and uh, it, it can be very beautiful and memories are a really awesome thing so 
I hope that you found value in today's podcast and check out her article, the Pioneer Woman's article in the spring 2022 issue. And make sure you also subscribe at homeexpress.com for all the latest, of course. And uh, you can follow us on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as well. And that's it for this week. And I hope that you were blessed and have love coming out of your kitchen and a full belly. Talk to you later. Congratulations, you're engaged and you have the wedding of your dreams to plan. But you also need to plan for your future household and that involves gift registry. Does the kitchenware market overwhelm you? Well, I can help. Did you know that the Pampered Chef, one of the leading producers and sellers of top of the line kitchen and entertaining items also does wedding registry? That's right. We can pamper your kitchen. And did you know that I have also been an independent consultant with the Pampered Chef for 23 years? I'm here to serve. And if you would like to start your wedding registry with the Pampered Chef, just contact me at homeexpress.com or go directly to pamperedchef.biz slash Pampered Jamie, J-A-I-M-E. Follow the link for registry and get started right away. But I am here to help.